0: is going on everybody welcome to a FS epi- net <laughs> welcome to another episode of let's take, take two yeah Action. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of let's do a podcast i'm ryan i'm anthony and it's been a little bit we took a little break uh had some things a summer break after all yeah we we need a little yeah. summer break uh Actually, uh, my dog passed away, so I just yeah. took some time to, you know, grieve and just try to feel normal-ish, uh, <clears throat> and the people that know me, my dog was a huge part of my life, so. um, Yeah, so that's why we kind of took a break, and now we're back, so. Back with a banger, but before we get with that, uh, let's drink some beer. All right. right. Cuz it's been a while since I've had a beer. As in, well, I think it was Saturday. So, you know. <laughs> it's it's been at least a week for me, so Oh, yeah, good for you though. I yeah. uh, I really I don't also drink to at drink home after surgery, so <laughs> yeah. That's why it's good for you cuz you're not, you yeah. know, you're not breaking the rules. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't drink at home anymore though. Like I, I mean, Hannah, we're talking about that i was just like you know it it's been a while since i've made a drink at home i was like it's usually for our podcasts like if i want to drink it's usually i want to go out and have one you know yeah plus most of the beers i have are unique ones that i'm like i want to drink on the podcast to have it recorded exactly you save them right yeah Yeah.
1: all right so uh i feel like all the all the beers that i have for drinking just like casual drinking are like the boring beers like mcultra and yingling
0: yeah I save
1: all the fun beer for,
0: for the podcast. Exactly. And every once in a while, I think I'm like, oh, I should buy this beer for the podcast. But I'm like, I'm still trying to go through like that crate of beer that I bought. So, yeah. um, So I am drinking a brew from Washington called Ice. It's the, the company. Ugh, oh. My brain is fried today. It's hard. Yeah. 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 Um. So it is. A company called Icicle Brewing Company. And the beer is called Enchantment's Hazy IPA. Ooh. Uh, I know. And I guess this is like a series. And on the can it doesn't tell you which one it is. So I had to scroll through untapped for so long to find honestly the artwork that matched. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a hazy IPA 6.7 uh apv 35 ibu uh has an average of a 4.6 so not too bad nice. uh it's a delightful hazy ipa with the 13th in our enchantment series uh featured abundant amounts of citra mosaic uh satra and eldorado hops nice uh, yeah. those are good hops they are. You can uh, expect intense notes of and aromas of citra, citrus, peach, grapefruit, mesh, mesh. Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, mm. fresh. until that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fresh melon and tropical fruity melody. So, man, I, I was doing good at first with the reading. I was like, "All right, I, I'm actually reading this okay." And then I said that. I'm like. <laughs> so- oh. I don't want I'm getting this bits of screen window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what do you got for us, Anthony? All right.
1: So, in the spirit of today's movie, I have Moon Landing from 903 Brewers. Mm-hmm. So, Moon Landing. Uh, it has the following verbiage on here, and I'm gonna—I'm not gonna read it on the can because I can't read it because it's too dark. Uh, but it's—I uh, have it on my phone here, fortunately. So it says, "Houston, we have a pastry stout. This is a pastry pastry stout, by the way. Uh, it's an imperial double pastry stout. Uh, loaded into our moon landing imperial stout is a constellation of chocolate and marshmallow flavors. This stout pours dark like a supermassive black hole, emitting inviting aromas of cocoa and." Hints of sweet vanilla from its opaque depths. Bready fullness and chocolatey roasted malts. Lend the, there's a lot here to say. Uh, <laughs> the backbone of, to the astronomical additions of chocolate and marshmallow flavors. Moon landing is an otherworldly other delight, boasting full flavors and sweet with bittersweet balance. Mm. Uh, mission accomplished. Both reading and drinking.
0: Two thumbs up. Yeah, Yeah. we we try to do Uh, the theme. He got the moon theme. I could not find anything very space, but I was just like, "Hey, in there, there's like a snowstorm and a you know apocalypse type thing." So there we go. (laughs) But all right, I'm gonna go ahead and crack this open here. I have not, I have not had this yet.
1: Oh, smells chocolatey. Oh, it 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 just I just splashed it a little bit.
0: (laughs) Oh oh, yummy. But, yeah, mine's very hazy. It's it's very, very uh, fruity. I like it.
1: All right, let me see if I can do this
0: without spilling everywhere. I can't. Uh-oh. I'm just going to oh, pour gosh. Out here. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, oh, you can tell it's going to be a bad pour just by the noise it made. Uh, yeah. Which, everybody, of course, if you want to watch us interact and look at our beers and our faces for some reason, you can watch us on youtube facebook and twitch um facebook and youtube is let's do a podcast twitch is let's twitch a pod uh twitch a podcast i think it is because let's do a podcast was taken so
1: face talks the
0: uh, the twitch 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 books the t- the, t- the twitch books the you face youtube face there you go you face
1: you you you, you graham
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so we do videos there as well and yeah it's fun that was a messy pour too it wasn't just like a bad pour it was also like a leaking outside the can i
1: don't know what the deal is here oh jeez <laughs> not doing too hot sticky i tell you what just the way i you like i wanna yeah. do i want to i want to cook brats in this is what i want to do
0: oh no <laughs> <laughs> which i know we've told that story before but uh, uh i think was it a memorial day weekend or something like that or is it fourth of july
1: yeah. it may have been i think we did it once for Oktoberfest, and i think we did it another time for fourth of july which was a russian imperial stout uh worked once worked one time very well worked another time very badly so yes
0: yes we got a different brand because we couldn't find the original brand and uh yeah so we both had two different beers, and we just like let our brats uh, uh, marinate in them, and then cooked with them and stuff like that. And yeah, some of them, the last batch was probably the worst brats I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. If it, but that being said, if anybody out
1: there is from Nebraska and has access to Black Betty Russian Imperial Stout, please send me some. I can't find it anywhere in Texas. Yeah,
0: it's a good beer, and it's really good with brats. Some. Which was surprising to all of us. What do you think? Very sweet. Yeah? Uh, Tastes like a moon pie. Do you like moon pies? Moon pies are pretty good. Okay. Because I was going to say, if you're not a fan of moon pie, then it's probably, you're not going to be much of a fan of this. Got that bready, bready flavor with vanilla, chocolate, and marshmallows.
1: And it's not that overly thick. I've had some marshmallow stouts in the past that are like... Tastes like they literally melted marshmallows into the beer and it was like really viscous and thick this yeah. is not that this is a little bit thinner so if it was any thinner i'd say it's a porter but um it is sticky
0: so, you need to go wash your hands
1: i'll i'll, be, I'll live i'll survive <laughs> through the podcast you you maybe see me just kind of
0: doing one of these things so <laughs> i'm wishing i had purell <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so of course, if we remember, which we in the past have done a really good job at remembering this uh, stretch, is giving our final reviews and rating the beers at the end of the episode. Half the reason of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> One of the reasons we need to remember to do it, but. Yes. Uh, so Anthony, what events do you have for us coming up in the DFW area
1: all right so we got beer in big d news and events we'll start with the events so there's actually not a ton of events going on i lost my mouse here uh but uh we got coming up fourth of july weekend so i know a lot of you guys are going to be doing family events bone shit up uh fireworks and all that uh but uh for those of you out there trying to hit up the breweries uh, we got Roller Town Beerworks. They have their third anniversary weekend. They're going to be going all weekend this weekend. Third anniversary out in Selena. Uh Starts at noon every day, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Go check those guys out. They've been they've been rocking and rolling now for three years. Give them some love. Uh, we also have a few releases coming out. Turning Points got a new release. False Idols got a taproom release uh, for Ragnarok and Three Sword Style. Um, Let's see, a couple of barbecues uh, going on. Panther Island's got a uh, barbecue going on on Friday, the 30th, uh, July 30th, that is. Uh, Beer run, the weekly beer run's going on in Martin House on Saturday. Uh, But uh, otherwise, biggest event on the calendar is a little bit further out. We have the, uh, actually, Division Brewing, not a little bit further out, but uh, pretty close. Uh, We got a a watch party for the Arlington Fireworks Show at Division Brewing uh, on July 3rd. Uh, Kaboom Town Party at Bitter Sisters, July 3rd as well. Um, Odd News has their Backyard Bash on July 3rd. Yeah, everything's like just all over the horizon on the announcements here. That's why I missed it all. Brews and Booms, Panther Island Brewing on Fourth July. Martin House has their Fourth of July picnic going on uh, again. That's on Fourth July, uh, and then we have uh, getting past Fourth July. Biggest events coming up. We have the Summer Beer Bumble in downtown Garland on July eighth. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I probably won't be there, but I would love to enjoy it. Uh, but a French fry eating contest at World of Beer in Fort Worth on July thirteenth. I love World of Beer. Uh, British Independence Day beer tasting at the Gingerman on July 22nd. I think there's just the one location now. Yep. Uh, and then uh, we have Division Brewing again. They have a Wizard Fest on August 19th, getting out a little bit further. Uh, and then uh, the Dallas Observer Brew Fest is going to be at the Dallas Farmer's Market on September 9th, getting way out there. I will be out of town for that, unfortunately. That's a kind of a bummer. Uh, but then uh, also getting out to October uh, we have the best little brew fest in Texas in old town, Louisville. So just some stuff to put on your calendar. Uh, and if you, if I read it too fast for you, if you want to go back and look at it, it's at beer Click the, uh, cook the uh, North Texas craft beer events. Uh, he upstate, updates these all the time. Uh, as far as news goes, I have one sad piece of news. Uh, cow towns closing their South Lake satellite location. I've been there once or twice uh, unfortunately, it was a. Little, it's further away than the main, uh, the main brewery for me. Uh, but it was a nice location. Uh, if you were out there going to some of the bougie places like Trader Joe's uh, and some of the fancy stuff down in Southlake, but there's no nothing happening with the main location. Cowtown is still going strong. They're just closing down their uh, main their their satellite location. So sad here, hear they're closing the satellite location. But if you want that cow to- that sweet sweet Cowtown beer, head down to Cowtown Brewery down in Fort Worth uh, to get your get to get your good stuff there um but that closed this past weekend on the 24th so mm. um but yep otherwise everything's rocking and rolling uh if you want to check out some of the other news uh again bigd.com, he updates this updates this all the time last update was on june 24th uh, and it's only been two days since the last update so he updates updates this every couple of days so check it out he's doing the work so you don't have to
0: exactly and as always, it is always in the show notes of our podcast episodes and on Facebook wherever you watch our video, it's in the notes in there. So I, uh, you know, we we make sure to show the love. Um but yeah. Uh so there is the your news and events in the DFW. Now we're talking about movies and shows that are either out or coming out. Uh, So to start off with, we're going to talk about one that's coming out, which I'm super excited about. It is What We Do in the Shadows. Um, Have you seen that yet, Anthony? So I'm like two seasons behind. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So uh, on July 12th, the newest season will be out. I am so excited about that. We've been we've binge watched all the other series is our seasons. Excuse me. Mm hmm. So excited about this one to come out. Uh yeah, the commercial for it or the trailer for it is so ridiculous and insane. Uh, but you know, if you've seen it before, then you'll instantly love the trailer. Uh oh, this is actually already out, which I didn't realize, but uh the bear season two is out. Yeah, that just started too. Yeah, that came out on Damn it. the twenty second. Um which I haven't seen this this newest season, but I loved the first one. It was very stressful, especially somebody that worked in the food industry. Uh, stressful for somebody has not worked in the food exactly. industry. I
1: was stressed, and I never worked in the food industry. In yeah, like
0: I could, I could only do like one episode at a time because I was just like, oh my god, like just like having flashbacks and all those kind of things. Um, but it's a good show. It's re- it's really interesting. I'm I'm excited to watch the second season of this. Um, see, I think I have another. Oh, yeah. So, another TV series. Uh, I don't see a date, but I think it's already out, which there's a new season of Black Mirror. Oh, that's out already. Yeah. I've seen one episode so far. Okay.
1: Um, may I recommend Joan is Awful to start your, uh, your journey there? Yeah. It's, uh, pretty bonkers in a good way, not a scary way.
0: It might take some time for me to like uh lead up to watching an episode like i can only do one episode again mm-hmm. at a time because they are just crazy like it, it's so just intense um yeah, that one was pretty fun it's one of those ones where you're like what
1: and then you're like what and then it goes keep going and you're like what <laughs> it's like it just gets more <laughs> and more ridiculous it's, that was one of the fun episodes there are some that i get pretty brutal and pretty like Leak. Uh that one was just like
0: what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that's good to know um two more things to talk about which is on june 30th the brand new indiana jones and the dial of destiny will be out yes um one, i thought that one came out like
1: a month ago because I, I saw all the reviews for it come out like they they they, they looked at all the reviews for it like a month ago. So I thought it, I thought it was out already, and it turns out it doesn't come out
0: like for another few days. Yeah. So I mean, it'll probably be one that I watch at home. Yeah. I don't know if I'll go see it in theaters. I mean, granted, I haven't gone to theaters since Black Panther. So. Um. And last but not least, it's already out, which is The Flash. Uh, I have not seen it yet saw it uh but I've heard really good things about it, so I'm excited to watch it
1: if you're really if you're really into the d c e u not to be confused with the d c u which it's not does not lead into at all it's completely snyder verse esque um in at least in connections um check it out if you like the multiverse stuff, check it out uh yeah if you like if you like uh keaton
0: batman check it out that's all that's all i'll say it's yeah
1: i enjoyed it, it it's
0: a fun movie and that's what i heard i heard it's it's fun i'm like okay cool yeah. like that's kind of like the mood that i've been in is like i just want to watch stuff that's fun like we, we're going through psych which i think i've even talked about that on here like we're going through it again i don't know how many times but we're about to finish mm-hmm. it and then we're going to watch all the psych movies and it's just like i've just been in the mood for like funny silly just like fun stuff lately so that's yeah. like these these harder show not harder but like more uh oh what's the words i'm looking for like black mirror and those kind of like heavy those heavy yeah. shows like i kind of haven't been watching many of those yet but
1: yeah it's like uh i also also recently just started uh secret invasion on disney plus just started uh the new uh new marvel show uh, they got a series of shows that are going to com- be coming out here. Um, they got Mart- Secret Invasion, and then in a few weeks they'll have Ahsoka starting in August, I believe. I think that's when Secret Invasion completes, uh, and then there's another one. I think Loki starts after mm. that completes. So they got a, they got back to, some back to back shows coming up here. I'm so um, far behind on my Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Hey, you got like a nice run of stuff to go because it's all like light and fun. So yeah, uh, I need to get to it. Mm-hmm but i'm ready i'm ready for this uh i'm ready for ahsoka to start because it's featuring my favorite star wars villain of all grand animal thrawn and i'm currently uh almost done with reading listening reading slash listening to the audiobook for uh the introduction of the thrawn character and it kind of gives you some really good background into his motivations so i'm really interested in that and it's also connecting to one of my favorite uh, star wars cartoon series uh rebels uh it kind of brings some of those characters into live action as well so i'm pretty excited about that
0: nice that'll be great i need to really need to sit down and just start watching stuff from there because yeah i'm so far behind all right let's get into our movie so this week we are watching moonfall um which apparently there's another moonfall That came out in 2006 that I did not know about. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know about that either. Whenever I looked up Moonfall, I saw one that came out in 2006 and one like the one that we watched. I didn't look up the other one, but yeah. Um. So, Anthony, you want to give us the synopsis, and then we will chat about it, and then talk about the things we like and dislike, and then rate it.
1: All right. Fortunately, the synopsis is really short. Yes. Um, so what they say is a force knocks the moon from its orbit and sends it on a collision course with Earth. Former astronauts convinced she knows the key to saving us, but only a former lover and outsider believe her. That's that's hundred percent incorrect. That is that is like one of the worst descriptions I've seen for one of these movies. <laughs> that, yeah, a former that's, astronaut that's is convinced she knows the key to saving us, but only a former lover and an outsider believe her. That's not even close. Is that, like, from the last movie? Is that from, the, like, the 2006 when you
0: booked that? Uh, I don't know, but that's... That's really weird. That, that makes zero at all. sense.
1: All right, let me try again here. <laughs> so, uh, the world stands on the brink of annihilation when a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit and sends it hurtling towards a collision course with Earth. With only weeks before impact, NASA executive Jocinda Joe Fowler teams up with a man from her past and a conspiracy theorist for an impossible mission into space to save humanity. I think that's more correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds better.
1: About 100% correct, but still, like, more correct? Because uh, former Lover was not... Was not a thing. They were, they were like besties. Yeah, this is. I like they mentioned weird. in the first scene that they like he was just at her wedding before they were in space. Yeah. Well,
0: all right. Uh, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> I was just thrown by that. Yeah. Um. It, it's so it looks like the budget for it was $150 million. And Roland Emmerich making those dollars
1: work for him that guy yeah. man the man who brought you the man who brought you earth being destroyed by aliens earth being destroyed by uh earthquakes earth being destroyed by um aliens again uh my prophecy uh and now by the moon it's like what's he got what's he gonna do next
0: is my question well, yeah so but sadly worldwide gross is only 67 million so they definitely did not make the money back um it it's a it's a very interesting movie um it definitely kept so this is actually my second time watching it because i watched it i think oh man i can't remember when i watched it i watched it quite a while ago And then whenever you are like, hey, I want to watch this. I'm like, cool, I'll watch it again because I remember I liked it. And then still, the second time through, I was like, okay, this is still, like, keeping my attention because there's a lot, a lot that happens in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of those where, like, there's a lot that happens, but there's kind of not a lot that happens in the sense of just, like, you know, talking about like the synopsis of the movie like overall the concept is very simple but at the same time it's just if the moon falls yeah the moon <laughs> is falling towards earth they it's, figure it's like out, deceptively
1: simple until like it's like complicated like in the last third of the movie
0: yeah they they uh bring in the aliens and find Which out that was a bonkers turn wasn't it yeah, it's it's
1: crazy. It was like no there was like no telegraphing of that cuz like there was a guy who was like the moon's hollow and you're like that guy's a fucking nut job. Yeah. But then all of a sudden the fucking moon's hollow and it's full of spaceships.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, pretty much pretty much the moon is yeah, a freaking I would say almost like a space station type place. Like a space station, yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy and it, it has built the outer like a, shell built around
1: like a dwarf star or something.
0: Yeah, like it it's It takes an insane twist, uh, but it adds that another level of interesting that, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't expect. Um, uh, I'm blinking. (sighs) Yeah. Some of the, some
1: of the really cool things about the movie. Uh, so like it, fo- it, fo- it follows, uh, what's his, not, not Jack McDivitt. Jack McDivitt's a guy who wrote a book called, uh, Moonfall.
0: Brian uh, Harper. Uh,
1: Brian Harper. Uh, so I'm just going to call them by their real name. So Halle Berry and, uh, come on. Uh, and Patrick Wilson, Wilson and John Bradley. They're the three mains. Um, Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson. They basically are in space 10 years prior and then Jack, uh, brian harper patrick wilson whatever you want to call him he gets blamed for a meteor hitting the space shuttle and then he lands it dead sick which i think is like a pretty baller move but then he gets kicked out of nasa because he's a space hero yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> but uh the Halle berry gets promoted and then you have uh john bradley um who plays casey hausman he's uh you probably have seen him if you're a fan of game of thrones he's uh, i think he plays sam in game of thrones one of the uh, friends of Jon Snow. Uh, he, uh, he's a wackadoo conspiracy theorist who uh, basically thinks the moon is exactly what it turns out to be in the movie. And uh, he, he basically saves the world by telling everybody the moon is falling. Uh, the craziest thing is that he, uh, he gets the emergency management agency to announce the moon is falling because he tweets that the moon is falling. And then... They, Everybody gets alerts on their phone that the moon is falling. I, if if, man, if that's how like the emergency management agency like really worked in real life, we'd be getting that shit all the time.
0: <laughs> <Based> <laughs> I up, that people posting random ass shit. Because I, I just <clears throat> yeah, whenever it's just like through Twitter, I'm like, no, nobody would pay attention to it. Still, like. And it's like as soon as elon retweeted that shit which he he does say in a 2022
1: movie what would elon do and i'm just like dude that's uh, like a to say that in 2015 and maybe you got some credibility but you say that in 2022 when this movie came out and you're like man elon's a dillhole hole now it's like yeah. y- you can't use him for that
0: yeah i was like this- what
1: would elon do it's like what would a inseparable asshole do is basically what you just said
0: yeah, whenever I heard that, I was like, "Man, that did not uh, that did not age well." And it's only been a year. Yeah, you can tell that somebody didn't do
1: go back and do script revisions. <laughs> it's like pick somebody. else, was like, "What would Neil deGrasse Tyson do, or something like that?"
0: I don't know somebody better. What would Bill Nye yeah. do? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> more science-y. but yeah, I mean, I, I I think that it's 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 super fun. It, it's so much fun to watch again. Um, and the concept like I, I don't know like I just I enjoyed so I guess let's go on to the things that we liked about this movie because I'm about to share it anyways Um, I really liked that it's the type of movie that we've seen before but then it turns into the movie that we haven't seen this before you know like You kind of got the feel of it's another like disaster movie. Yeah, I kind of
1: feel like this is this movie. If you took two Roland Emmerich movies and you took like 2012 and then combined it with Independence Day, like so, first half 2012, second half is Independence Day, I feel like that would be this movie. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's why it's like we've seen this before. Like we've, yeah, we've seen the disasters cause it, it shows a lot, especially like whenever they're in space to like blow originally the plan was to blow up the moon or whatever, yeah. blow up the, the alien a weird the, thing, the, the nanobots the AI. Right yeah. The um, So whenever they're doing that, it still shows all the, the shenanigans happening back down here. And it's really fun to watch because I love disaster movies like that. So It kind of got the, the, the itch of the space stuff and you scratch the itch of like the disaster and -hmm. then you get the, the aliens and then the, your ancestors and just like all this stuff that I'm in it all like, uh, it all meshed well, like, you know, because we've seen a lot of movies, you and me, we, we've seen a lot of movies where they try to do too much and it just doesn't work. they drop off like big plots and just bring it back to one plot and you're like what happened to everything else that we were just trying to do yeah Um,
1: they did tie everything up at the end there were some plots out there there were some plot points out there that i'm like i could have lived
0: without this but they did tie everything up at the end yeah more or less um so i just i really liked that that like even though like you, you had one layer and then they added another, then they added another. So we we were up to like four or five big layers and it all kind of came down to a good ending that you're happy mm-hmm. with. Um, so I thought it was executed perfectly, honestly. That, that's, that That is what I liked about this movie. Yeah, what I liked about this movie was that the effects,
1: per usual for Roland Emmerich, his plots may be questionable or bonkers or, Like what the fuck? What the fuck were you thinking, dude, when you were writing this? Um, But his execution on the effects side of uh, things—I don't know how he did it with this budget because this budget is not very high compared to a lot of uh, a lot of these big Hollywood blockbusters. Now. it's not, let's say 300 million is like a your uh, grade A blockbuster movie. This is maybe half of that. So maybe it is kind of expensive for the kind of movie it is. And maybe it's because of the effects, but all the effects were pretty good. Like you you get these disaster effects where you have like uh, the moon comes close. So like stuff gets getting, starts getting sucked into the air. You have all these set pieces where like the, uh, the family after uh, is like running through the forest. Trees are getting like grabbed by the moon. The oxygen's getting sucked away. They're fighting bandits. I don't understand that bandits part. <laughs> That's we'll talk about that in the next part. Um, they uh, but then we have also the bits where they're in the space shuttle uh, and they are taking off through the ocean, which is great. That's like my favorite thing is when they're like taking off from Vandenberg uh, Air Force Station uh, on the West Coast, which. It's. They even showed us show us how they got the the space shuttle there. They like they, they take it from mothballs in the California Science Center, and take it up to Vandenberg, uh, like a good like fifty miles away. Uh, then they truck it over there and mount it up like in the course of days. It's crazy to me. That's like the, something from the Martian where they have like, they say like, you have 20 days to get this package ready to send to Mars. Uh, but, uh, they get it mounted up on the boosters again, stuff that we don't have the our, our infrastructure for anymore. Uh, but it's, it's, I believe it that if we were in that such dire circumstances, they would just make it happen. Yeah. It, it may not work well, but they're going to do what they can just to get it going. Um, but, uh, and then it's believable that stuff starts failing and people leave uh, and they're like, the moon's so close, we can just go. And then they take off through the ocean because the ocean just kind of swallows up the space shuttle as it's taking off, but the power of science just makes it push through. Uh, and then all the bits where they're flying to the moon and they fight the nanobots. The nanobots I'd say are the worst effect because it's just nanobots. It's kind of like the robots in Transformers where it's just kind of a nondescript blob. Yeah, um, yeah. But when they get inside the moon, like all the like environments inside the moon are really cool looking too. And they're really well-defined. Uh, and there's like a, a sense of like architecture to it where it's like, it's like a, a visual style to it that I think is really well-defined as well. So uh, the effects are my favorite part of this movie. They did such a good job with it. It's a visual style, a visual language to it. You can tell what is what, what belongs to what, like faction, I guess you could call it uh, where you yeah. have like humans. And then you have like the proto humans stuff. And then you have like the evil nanobot blob Um, and it's just I it it made help make things help things make sense I enjoyed it
0: yeah I agree um so my dislike it's I can't I can't figure out if it's the writing um or if it's the actors but uh Brian Harper his family thing i i didn't care like and they tried really hard because like they tried to make it so it was you know the space journey and then like his family trying to survive but it's just like i don't know like i couldn't get into it oh um, it's not worth the action
1: was that was so i'm just gonna go ahead and spoiler that's this is my thing too it's the kids yeah, Why do I don't like, care about the kids. They're not in space. They're just yeah. like the and, people suffering through the circumstances of the moon.
0: Yeah, it, it's just their adventure that like like I get what they're trying to do with it. It's trying to show just the struggle of what's happening in down at the, you know, on earth. Yeah. But but like it's also it feels like it's written like they're also like not even second tier like fourth tier characters where it's just like you get to fight rednecks and pickup trucks yeah which come on that was (laughs) that was honestly the best part even though it doesn't quite like you're like okay um it still is like okay it's at least cool i guess like yeah and then the obvious uh advertisement for lexus as well um
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did like that Michael Pena's character. Uh, R. I. P. Michael Pena. He can't survive in his own movies, and he doesn't survive in movies where he's not the lead. That guy is just he like just he's can't... like the he's just like Michelle Rodriguez. He does not survive in movies. Poor guy. Yeah, I love him in every movie he's in. He's he's been in several movies we've done, and this guy just does not live through his movies.
0: Yeah, he's such a great actor. He really is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I, I'd say that that's really the thing that I disliked the most was like. They tried really hard. They tried really hard at making you care about these people that you just. I I think it might be the writing that you're just yeah. like, you just can't get into caring about them. You care about almost everybody else, but you just don't with them. Um, yeah, it's really so like so in this movie we had an a plot, B plot
1: and a C plot. A plot was uh, the guys on the spaceship going to the moon. B plot was the kid and fam the kids and families I, like we had a B, like a like a, a B1 and a B2 plot until it just became the joint B plot uh well sort of the uh, B the B plot joined the other B plot that was already in progress like in the background yeah. uh, with Michael Payne when they just, just kind of ran into Michael Peña and his, and the family in Colorado uh, on their yeah. way to Norad and then you had the kid the, the folks in Norad Um, Because there was the C plot of, are they going to launch the nukes at the moon? And I feel like we could have moved that C plot up to B plot and made that much more of a narrative force. Because there's like, we want to succeed, but we have the ticking clock of, they're going to launch nukes at the moon. Make that the B plot and just eliminate the current B plot altogether or put them, go ahead and get them to NORAD quicker. And so they're in the background, and they're yelling, don't launch nukes at the moon and have them do something to keep them from launching nukes at the moon. uh, And just kind of make that all into a joint B plot. To kind of help, help, thing. but they either a plot and c plot are like related to each other in that they have an effect on each other. But the b plot, with the family just kind of running through the woods fighting rednecks and like neo Nazis or whatever, people who are just like also trying to survive but are being dicks about it, uh, they just had no connection to the people in space until the very end, where they're like, Hey, we're nearby where you guys landed the space shuttle or uh the rover, or what did they land in? I forget
0: yeah it's some i don't even know what it is i forget what they i forget what they landed in so yeah it it yeah it's yeah i i feel like it's uh, i like think you said it's a b plot but it feels like it should be like a c like lower or, plot or, or not a plot yeah Truly, it's, it's, it seems plan. like they were using
1: it the pad pad time is what they were doing exactly. because they could have fleshed out the NORAD stuff a little bit more I think but yeah. uh, but I think they wanted also to show like the folly of the military industrial complex and in that they like in the in, in the end didn't all the guys in NORAD die yeah yeah something yeah. like that so and they couldn't have the family there where the, the NORAD the military industrial complex representation dies bringing a fresh new world which. Honestly, honestly, the other thing that I find uh, maybe it's not a thing I don't like about this movie. It's just the real reality of this is that the world, yeah, yeah, you gotta save the world from destruction, but billions of people are dead and all the infrastructure is destroyed. You're in a hellscape now. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much starting back at the Stone Age. Like, yeah, even even if like you somehow were able to get all the stuff on the moon to come down and help you guys, it's still like dire straits for Earth at this point. So
0: yeah but because there's not
1: a lot of animals lot of one
0: yeah like, there's no animals yeah, yeah. really like they, yeah, they all got sucked up on the moon that and like the, a lot of the air got sucked out too so a lot of them died like cool yeah cool so you saved the earth but you're probably gonna die now yeah so um, it's still fucked. <laughs> yeah you're not done <laughs> this yeah. you're actually just now getting started is the, ready. Yeah, this is
1: the prequel to The Postman, uh, yeah. if you weren't aware. So, yeah. <laughs> you saved
0: the earth. Now it's time to survive on the earth. Exactly. So, um, cool. Let's let, let us rate this movie. So, we are on Letterboxd, which is a uh, pretty much a movie rating platform. Uh, you can find us there. Let's do a podcast, of course. Uh, so, from one to five, you can do halves. How would you rate this movie, Anthony? So let's let's go by
1: point structure here. So my rubric, Roland Emmerich by itself gets it at least one star. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the plot is intelligible, two stars. It's actually kind of fun, three stars. And then that surprise twist at the end there, half a star. How how, how many stars total can we give it? We can give it five total. Yeah, I give it. I give it three and a half stars. It was it was crazy fun disaster movie by Roland Emmerich. So par for the course for this guy, his all, everything he does. It may not make the most sense, but it's fun. Uh, this movie actually made sense and I enjoyed it. And it had that just fun twist, like right at the end where now we're in spaceships fighting against, uh, space aliens. Uh, when I thought this was just a straight up disaster movie where the moon basically steamrolled the earth. So three and a half stars from Heroes Truly. I, I enjoyed this. But it's not,
0: uh, it's not going to win an Oscar by any means, yeah, exactly. Uh, I agree, I think three and a half is a really good rating. Uh, You also marked it as a movie we liked as well, yes. Um, yeah, I I think that that's a good call on that that rating, I think that's perfect.
1: And I will say, I will say, before we get out of the movie here, uh, so if you are interested, uh, if you're interested in getting like a breakdown, uh, like a bigger more in-depth breakdown of this uh i will point you to a youtube there's a channel called pointless hub where uh this guy does a really big breakdown of this uh, of this movie it's called the video is called moonfall let me see if i can get the uh in the video here uh the video is called moonfall the greatest disaster uh you've never seen uh he uh, all his videos he breaks down like a lot of transformers movies but he uh, does a role in the emmerich movies as well Uh, And uh, he breaks this one down. It's pretty interesting. Kind of gives some background on it as well. Uh, But check that video out if you want a more in-depth look at uh, Moonfall and how it came about and what its
0: it's whole deal is. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's move on to thing of the week. Anthony, do you have a thing of the week that you're ready for?
1: Uh, my thing of the week is audiobooks. Have I done that yet? <laughs> I don't know. Can uh, so do it again. I've been, yeah. So, uh, if, in case I have, I'm just going to do it again. So I've been using the Libby app. Um, it's great because, uh, you, I have a lot of people out there who are really big fans of audible. I've used audible in the past, but you got to pay for the books. And, uh, I don't, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like a book before I listen, like before I read it. Uh, I don't have time to like just sit down and read a lot of books, unfortunately um and i read all day because i read a lot of research papers for work and so i've been uh trying to get caught up on a lot of like star wars uh novels uh novelizations because they give a lot of good background into like the star wars canon for like all these different shows that come up uh, like i mentioned the ahsoka show is coming up so i started listening to thrawn uh which is uh about one of the characters that will be in that show uh but uh so i've been using libby uh basically it's like borrowing books from the library you can borrow books from Uh, your local library, if you have a family in like a different city somewhere, you can use their address and borrow books from that other city. There you can double your chances. I didn't tell you to do that. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily allowed, but I do it. Uh, I'm going to lose my, uh, I'm going to lose my library card in uh, Florida. I just know it now. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, But I've been using the Libby service for audiobooks for a while now. Audiobooks are great. The novelizations are really good. I did the entire Expanse series uh, with that as well. And now I'm going back and watching the shows again um, to kind of see where the differences are between the books and the the show. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Check out Libby. It's free. Um, Just sign up for, like, with your local library. And it's, like, the, the use of it is super simple. Like, and you can check. They almost, like, have almost any book you can think of. And, uh, you can check it out. Some, sometimes you have to wait a little bit like you would with any library, but use the library. It's like p- you pay
0: for it in your taxes. Just do it. I agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so mine is, so for Christmas, I actually got a, uh, VR meta quest Ooh. thing. And I never really messed with it much till, I don't know, three, maybe four weeks ago. I finally was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to figure it out and a lot of stuff. And um, I'm having a lot of fun with it, actually. And yeah. surprisingly, okay, so everybody knows I'm not a sports person. I just don't really care. But uh, VR golf is really, really fun. Interesting. Uh, so my dad has, so the reason I got one is because my dad's had one for a while. And so whenever I would go to their house, I'd play it. I'm like, oh, I'd really like this. So I got it. Um, so he got golf and now like almost every day, as soon as I clock out of work, I text my dad and we play around a golf, like before anything else. So it's like, Oh, so you play also, with him. Yeah. Yeah. You can play with your friends. Oh, yeah. So, um, and like that hannah has like we got hannah one as well like we spent way too much money but uh you know it was just like cool like so now we can all play games together so it's it's really fun and uh so that's kind of my thing of the week is like i'm really enjoying it uh more than i thought i would and especially playing golf but there's a lot of really fun games on there that uh i have on my list that i'll eventually buy and play but like there's one that's a a bartending game which like it sounds really dumb but i've watched people play it where like you mix drinks and like (laughs) you can just do whatever you want so like he has the bottle and you just like throw the beer like the bottles across the the room and like oh oh i don't know what's happening i'm trying to reset my camera i look drunk you do look drunk (laughs) it's pretty great um and then yeah there's just like a lot of weird games but i uh, i'm looking forward to playing it more so that is mine
1: so obviously i've had too much to drink because uh i'm just not my faces can't move or anything that one got anthony yeah Uh, have have you
0: finished yours anthony uh so let me finish my last grab here so i just finished mine i'll talk about it real quick so Mine was the uh, Enchantments Hazy IPA. Uh, it was delicious. It was really, really good. It was very flavorful, which it should based off everything that's in there. Yeah. Um, I think I would give it a straight four. I think it is really good. Uh, if I saw this on tap somewhere, I'd love to try it on tap versus in can. Uh, but it's you know from Washington, so it's not really close. But uh, yeah so anthony what about you
1: i'll say for the moon landing here so i will say as it gets warmer it gets sweeter like uh like a lot of our uh stats that we've had previously um it is a pastry stout so that makes sense uh the uh as as it gets warmer it also the chocolate flavor kind of subsides and it kind of gives away to that vanilla and marshmallow flavor but the sweetness does get a bit uh a bit much there uh towards the end but uh It's lightness and its texture uh, helps with that a little bit. So I will say I'd probably give this a three and a quarter, 3.25 on the the old untapped scale. Um, Keep it, I would say keep it chilled, keep it cold. That'll probably help it go down because as it gets warmer, the flavor just kind of like transitions a little bit in the direction I'm not a huge fan of, but uh, it does taste like liquefied moon pie.
0: So Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I, I It's been a long time since I have had I've had a moon pie and I kind of want one now. <laughs> it's funny uh, cuz I thought moon pie I thought moon pies had like a banana flavor to them in the cookie and uh there was no banana flavor here. I don't think they do. Maybe they do though. Um cool. I I, th- I think I think we did all the things. Every of the things. All right well everybody thank you so much for hanging out with us uh you can find us on facebook at let's do a podcast instagram let's instapod uh youtube let's do a podcast twitch let's twitch a podcast and of course let's do a podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcasts if you have any beer recommendations let us know uh there's a chance that one of us should be able to pick it up somewhere And if you have a movie recommendation, please let us know as well. We'd love to watch something that you would want us to watch. Uh, And besides that, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. And my name's Ryan. My name is Anthony. I'm frozen. Please help me. And he's drunk (laughs) as hell. All right. uh, (laughs) Let's end a podcast. Bye. Bye, everybody.